Welcome to the Joe Cozo Radio Show! Welcome to the Joe Cozo Show, baby! We are back! What is today? January 17th, 2023. So much to talk about, so little time to do it. Oh man, baby, these news cycles, they're coming in. Here we go. So much, right? So much happening in the world today. And I sat there over the weekend and I said, what is actually going on? How did this country get to be this divided so lopsided right like there's a, it's like a line right in the middle and you're either on the left and you're on the right and that's it there's no really in between and how did it get to be like this because i remember when i was growing up it was never like this when with reagan and bush even clinton and you know the second bush and you're sitting there saying to yourself how what happened here and then it came to me. It all started with Obama. That is when Democrats started to use identity politics. And they used it straight with Obama being a black president, which to me is still one of those things that I just can't understand because why is it that when you have a mixed person, right? Half black, half white. Why is it that they're always considered black and never considered white? Never, they never consider themselves, but yet all we hear about is how blacks are so oppressed and how whites and white supremacy and white privilege, and it's so great to be white, you get all these benefits being white. But whenever someone who's half you know, interracial, right away they choose to be black. I don't know. If white was so, so great, then why are you choosing to be black? Just makes no sense to me. That's why it's all just a joke. But anyway, going back to Obama. So you have Obama. He becomes president, supposed to be the president that's healing. It shows you right away, right, that the country cannot be racist if this man wins the presidency. How could it be? Majority of the people are white. So how could it be that this country is so racist? But the Democrats... They're very smart. They're very smart. So what they've done is, when Obama was president, first of all, all of his policies were horrible. Everything that he was doing, he was a terrible president in my opinion. He didn't heal the nation, didn't bring it together. But what they said was, if you go against any of his policies, if you bash Obama, the first black president of the United States of America, well, because you're racist and it started to work and they started seeing the power behind identity politics and then what they were able to do is because they put that identity there they started grouping individuals based on classes right based on the color of their skin and you see they glorified it they used obama like a chess piece and don't tell me that they didn't all right don't tell me that they didn't. But what they also did is that they started putting them into classes, right? And then look at what's going on at the border. If you don't want more brown people coming into the country, then you 
are racist. And then you start saying, well, I don't want to be labeled a racist, so I'm not going to say anything that's going to go against that. No way. And slowly but surely, they were able to classify these people in different groups, like almost like tribes, so to speak. What's another one that the Democrats did? And again, it all started with Obama. Well, LGBTQ, gay. If you don't want gay marriage, if you don't like gay marriage, then what? Then what are you? You're a homophobe, right? You have homophobia, LGBTQ, transgender. We're here right now with it. And what's going on here is the country's getting turned upside down because of it, because the behavior, especially of transgenders, is not normal behavior. It's abnormal to sit there and actually allow people to chop off their penises at a young adolescent age is not good. It's not doing anything for this country at all. And here's the here's the kicker. Other countries like Russia and China and Iran, they see what's happening here. And they're all in on turning this country upside down. Here's the best example is this. What you see on TikTok in the United States is not what you see on TikTok in China. You're not seeing any LGBTQ things happening in China, but here, forget it. And they're indoctrinating our children through TikTok, through the social media. Russia, same thing, but here it runs rampant. They don't have, they don't, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff over there. They take it right down, but here, that's what TikTok is. TikTok is pandering to the LGBTQ community, but it's TikTok United States. It's not TikTok China. Another thing that they don't promote here in the United States, which is ruining the United States, is the family. Boy, girl, getting married, having children. It's not promoted here anymore. And it's ruining America. Why won't they do it? Because they're pandering, the left is pandering to the transgenders. It's so bad that now, if I don't know if you saw this in the news, you have an LGBTQ Thai man who bought Miss Universe, okay? So it's a man, thinks now that dressing up as a girl makes him a female, which it does not. Okay, if you're dressing up as a female, putting lipstick on, and you're acting like a female, I'm sorry, there's something mentally wrong with you. It's not my opinion. It's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. But here, this is Miss Universe now going on stage and saying, men who identify themselves as a female can also win Miss Universe. It's really something else. Here we go, watch. The Miss Universe organization. From now on, it's going to be ran by women, owned by trans women, for all women. For all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. Why isn't the Me Too movement kicked back into gear here? These are females. This is a female contest, Miss Universe. Let them have their day. It's for women. 
Why do men now have to come in? Why would it? Why would America accept this? Why is America accepting men entering into female sports? Why? Why would you do such a thing? Why would you allow such a thing? It's horrendous. It's not fair. It goes against everything that these women have been fighting for, for all of these years, and you just throw it and flush it down the toilet. Because why? It's a voting block. See, that's what the Democrats have done with identity politics. They have now signaled out certain voting blocks based on identity, based on race, the border, right? Hispanics, brown people, blacks. They have that voting block locked down. And now the LGBTQ. And anyone who's not with that, right, is what? A white supremacist, a racist, a bigot, a Nazi, a fascist. It's all lies and it's all propaganda by the left. Their machine, their, I said it time and time again, their propaganda machine is through the roof. But again, this whole thing that you allow this to take place, this type of behavior, especially with the transgenders, it's ruining America. You don't believe me here. So watch this here. This is, uh, transgender says, okay, just reading it for you off the, my, my, my laptop here. Transgender here in this video says that you don't identify women just the way they look. You identify them the way they pee. This is a transgender. This is a man now acting as a girl probably had the sex change because he's talking about his vagina leaking. Here we go, watch. Real womanhood is not defined by what's in your pants, but by the fact of whether or not you pee just a little bit when you cough or sneeze or laugh a little too hard. Just like a little bit, like the amount that you're like, oh, now I'm just a little wet. Like that. If that person came into your office 20 years ago and wanted a job, you would brush them out right out of there and give them a go down to the South, Ho South Oak Psychiatric Center here on Long Island. What are you doing? You got green hair, you're dressed as a girl, you're trying to talk like a girl, and you're telling me that you chopped off your penis, and now that you're having pee when you, hee hee, when you giggle, hee little urine coming out of my vagina. No, no, it's not funny, it's not good, and I don't want my kids seeing this type of behavior at all. But again, China allows it. Go on TikTok and all you see is LGBTQ running rampant. They own TikTok. And China loves that this is happening. Make it nice and soft. Here's another thing, okay, what now the left has done. We said the LGBTQ, you have Hispanic, you have black, you have gays, right? You have all of these things. And who else are they indoctrinizing? Children, right? With the whole drag queen letting it happen, that's right, get them young. And there's one more. And this is the scariest. Can you think about another block that they're using now at their will, which is probably the scariest out of all the groups that we're talking about? It's the United States military. The United States military is now getting indoctrinated into this garbage, soft, right? You would think when you're, you know, when I was a man and I used to think about going into the military, going into the Marines, if I was going to do it. You know, it's a macho thing. I'm going to protect, I wanna protect these people, these people that can't protect themselves because I love America. But now the people like myself, men, 
they start thinking to themselves, well, is this even a country worth saving? Do I really want to you know, sacrifice my life for this garbage? What's happening here? You see what these Democrats are doing? And then you go into the military and they got colored hair and they're wearing makeup and they don't have to shave their heads anymore and they're teaching them CRT and pronouns and certain things like that. And again, what is China doing? They're laughing. They're licking their jobs. Go ahead. Keep doing it, Russia, the same thing. Iran, same thing. And we're becoming softer and softer. We need to be developing men here. Men. Real men protecting our country. All right, I saw a video on Twitter today. And it's the Taliban basically, actually, you know what? Let me play the video. I'm gonna play the video for you right now. I have it here. I wasn't going to use it. Let me play this video for you and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Here is the Taliban telling, hey, to the media and, and advising women, stop mingling at the office with men. We're not gonna have it or we'll shut down the media. Here, watch. <laughs> Now, I'm going to stop it here because what he was saying is what? We strongly order the media, media to observe hijab. All right? Let's just keep it going. And also refrain female employees from mingling with male employees in their offices. I mean, they're not playing games here. Continue. If not, the media should be ready for the new verdict, which will be to close the media. I don't have to play any more of it because, you know, it's not in English. Here's my thing, though. You have all of these movements. You have the transgenders. Everybody has to have rights and females have to have rights. My thing is this. If the females in Afghanistan don't like what the Taliban is doing, then the females should arm themselves and fight the Taliban. They should form a movement, get an army together of females and fight the Taliban. Oh, why won't that happen? Because they can't do it because they can't crush the males. The males will then beat them. That's why they can't do it. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not in favor of what they're doing here. But what I am uh, pointing out to you is, is men, strong men, right? That's what is lacking here. And again, I want women to have just as much rights as men, but when it comes down to it, stop scrutinizing men. Stop dehumanizing men. We are, for whatever reason here, totally against alpha males in America. Why? Alpha males are the ones who created this country. For you to go from New York to New Jersey in a car, there was a bridge that had to get built. You know who built that? Men. For you to have the freedom of speech and freedom of religion, for you to be here and be able to put your videos on TikTok and do all the things, do you know what happened for you to be able to do that? Men sacrificed their lives in the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, World War One, World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, whatever it was, even though it was a joke and shouldn't have happened. Desert Storm, fighting in Iraq. It's men sacrificing their lives for American freedom. Those men are alpha males. A majority of those males are white. And if you think about right now today, 
Who is the most scrutinized human being in this country? White males. They get no respect at all. Why don't they get any respect? Because you now have people that have come into this country that hate America, that think that, that those people and the idea of freedom, freedom of press, they want that gone. And what do they want? They want socialism, big government telling you what to do. I'm done with it. And you think those are bad. Here, watch this one. This is what I'm talking about. Watch this video. This is an LGBTQ activist who actually likes confusing people on purpose by what their pronouns and what she or he looks like. This is a male, okay, mind you, this is a male saying so. This is why this country is going down the tubes because we are promoting this type of behavior. Here, watch. And again, this is on TikTok. Hey, y'all. So recently walking to and fro from my job, I am now starting to get identified as them presenting to the point where people call me ma'am or people call me like miss or things like that and it's still wrong because i'm non-binary but there's like a real fun like chaotic part of that where i can respond in a way that makes them go what because i'll intentionally like lower my voice and they'll be like excuse me ma'am can you help me out with this i'm like yeah what's up <laughs> it's not funny get a life what are you doing you're a male your hair's painted white you got nail polish on and you're acting like a female but then you're trying to say yeah how you doing yeah that's for her it's real funny yeah, yeah. no it's not nobody has any idea what is going on here calling she he they them his jizz this that I'll stop I'm done with it I, I'm done with it but again that's what's ruining America. And it all started with Obama, with the Democratic Party, and identity politics. And now it's taken off. You saw what happened with George Floyd, right? Identity politics. Should that have happened? Absolutely not. How that whole George Floyd and the looting. But the Democrats seized the moment there. They knew they had something there. And they ran with it. And it didn't matter that the American institutions were getting crushed. It didn't matter cities, beautiful cities, Minneapolis, Seattle, you know, Portland, New York, L.A., all being trashed. Why? Identity politics. Something else. All right, moving on here. Yesterday was MLK Day, Martin Luther King. And, of course, you have all the politicians that come out on Twitter. On oh, this day, we recognize this, so we recognize that. Meanwhile, you have these politicians, especially the Democrats, that are the most racist party in the world. Let's not forget who's the party of slavery, KKK, Jim Crow, and identity politics now. You have our own president of the United States said the biggest threat to the American people is white supremacy. It's white terrorist groups. I mean, can you single, signal out or single out a ethnic group more than that? Right? I mean, it's, it's, it really is ridiculous. So anyway, what is Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden considers himself black, right? He, he is someone who gets down with the black people because him and Corn Pop got into a fight or whatever, however it is that you want to say it. And you're not black if you're not voting for Joe Biden. We remember, remember that in the 2020 campaign when he was on Hot 97. 
the Breakfast Club in the morning, which was, I, I can't believe that he actually said it. So of course it's MLK Day. And over the weekend, Joe Biden then has to go to a black church, of course. And here he is. And let's lay one thing to rest. I may be a practicing Catholic. We used to go to 7.30 mass every morning in high school and then in college before I went to the black church. Not a joke. Andy knows this. So let's just get this straight. Joe Biden went to high school. Before he went to high school, he went to the black, he went to regular church. And then right after that, he went to the black church and then he went to school and he did it every day. And Andy, whoever the hell that is, knows it. It's a joke. This guy lies through his teeth. I can't even believe the black community actually voted for this man. Think about what's happening to this country. Think about the inflation. Think about the crisis at the border, which is an invasion. He should be impeached on that alone. Think about what's happening with his son's laptop. All of it. This country is a disgrace. It's falling to pieces. Makes me want to get up and say, hey, listen, I got to put my suit on and go politic and try to become the president of the United States. I'm not even kidding. Because you watch it crumble the way it is. It's it's sad. And you make it makes you sit there and get you in a bad mood because of how much this country is crumbling. And you see these actors, these bad actors, right? The AOCs and Talib and who else is the other one? O Ilmar Omar. Omar, Ilan Omar, can't even think of a name straight. They just hate America. They hate everything that it stands for and they want to change it. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's why they use Joe Biden as a proxy. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing. So whoever, you know, Ron Klein and, uh, Klein is, and Suzanne Rice, they're using him. Obama pulling his strings like a puppet. Ron Klein, that's what I meant to say. And then of course, this is how bad he is and how much he's lost it, Joe Biden, with his dementia. He then is at the church and he wants to talk about the new Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown, right? Katanji Brown Jackson. Watch how he botches this. Those are the words of Kajan, Kajan, Katanji Brown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. It's embarrassing. It's exactly what it is. It's an embarrassment what this man is doing. But now let's parlay this right into what's actually the, the juice of what's going on here in America. And that is these documents, right? The classified documents that are being found by Joe Biden or not by, by Joe Biden's lawyers. And you have to ask yourself, see, here's the thing. I don't care what anyone says. It's one question that needs to be answered. That's it. One question asked, one question answered because you get the answer to this. This will lead you to everything else and a whole bunch of other questions. But we have to start right with the basic. What were your lawyers doing in your garage? Did you know that there was classified documents there? Why would they be in the garage? Why are they at your home and nobody else is there? What are they doing there in the first place? And once you get that, that means you knew that there was classified documents. But then when did you know what those, there was classified documents? How did you know? Did you just wake up one day, Joe Biden, and say, oh my God, Jill, guess what? I got classified documents still at the Delaware House. We got to go get them. No, it's not what happened. And here's the other thing. And when you found out, why didn't you tell 
the FBI immediately because of the midterms. It's ruthless. It's dirty. It's corrupt. There's corruption all around this. All you have to do is do a little sniff test and you could, what is that? That sounds like, that smells like corruption and a cover-up on top of it. And it's, and it's really something else, to be honest with you. And now you have the mainstream media, right? They're going bananas because we have to protect Joe Biden. We're Democrats, right? And they have to now try to lessen the blow here because they don't want this thing to blow up too much. They can't because there's going to be egg on their face too. Why? Because of the Hunter Biden laptop. This all, all of it. You have all the answers right on that laptop, but nobody wants to do any digging on the left at all. And here, this is, uh, this is Chuck Todd. And he's interviewing um, Senator Ron Johnson from uh, Wyoming. And listen to what he says here. Listen to how he's trying to defend the Bidens. Here, watch. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report, uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grassley. Oh, 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 let me just stop you there. The, potential. Uh, about, this about, is about 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 about, 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 about potential about, 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 about thirty thousand about thirty thousand dollars. I mean, it, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing uh, prostitution in potentially European sex trafficking operations? Is that a crime? Because Chuck Grass and I laid out about $30,000 uh, paid by Hunter Biden to uh, those types of, of individuals. It's not only that, too. What about the gun application where he lied on that? And now we're noticing, and here's what I think is happening here. Joe, Hunter Biden tried to fill out an application for a rental agreement in California. And he said on that agree on that rental application that he pays $50,000 a month for this home where these classified documents are. $50,000 a month. Think about how much money you have to make just to pay the rent. Where is he getting all this? He's a crack addict. He was kicked out of the military. He's spending all his money on prostitutes. And yet, he's got all of this money lying on applications. And here's the other thing. Is, if, is he really paying his father $50,000 in rent for that home? $50,000 in rent? Sounds like money laundering 101 if you ask me. Right? Think about that. Where is this money coming from? How is he able to do it? He, again, he's a crack addict. You don't give crack addicts money. But yet... Hunter Biden looks like he has a whole enterprise going on here over at that house and within that laptop. Now, here's another one, Jake Tapper. So that was Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd's wife is huge into the Democratic Party, so he's embedded in it. Jake Tapper is just a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party as well. And he has Representative James Comer, from a Republican from Kentucky, right? And he has him on and they're talking about the differences between what happened with Joe Biden and what happened with Donald Trump with classified documents. Here's Jake Tapper. There's a big difference in how President Biden and his team reacted and how President Trump and his team reacted. The FBI searched Mar-a-Lago because Trump for more than a year refused to turn over 
documents to the National Archives and the Justice Department, which was trying to get them back into secure hands. Trump and his lawyers lied about it. Trump lied about not having classified documents, did not keep them in a secure location, did not comply with a subpoena, but said he had. And that that search warrant, which Trump forced out into the open through his legal machinations, that cited laws that Trump might have violated, including the Espionage Act. Those are all lies. Trump was in constant contact with the FBI. The FBI asked him to put actually another lock on that safe that he was that he had there. And here's the other thing. He's the president of the United States. So if he wants to have the ability to declassify these, which Donald Trump says that he has, he can. But now here is Comer's response. Comey's response. Comer's response. Comey. Comer's response. Watch what Jake Tapper says at the end here about vice presidents being able to declassify documents here. Watch. It's my understanding that President Trump did let the National Archives go through on numerous occasions, Mar-a-Lago looking at the documents. What my understanding is, and again, we don't know because we haven't been briefed, was that President Trump was arguing with National Archives over what is classified and what is not. As we've heard the president say before, the president has the authority to declassify documents. Now the question is whether or not the president actually declassified the documents. The vice president does not have the authority to declassify. Actually the vice, the vice president so, does you know, have there's the, a big do, difference. The here. vice president does I'm not, not saying we that, don't we, we, the vice we, president we, does we have that authority. That. That, well, we disagree that the vice president does. See Jake Tapper right there he's he's dancing a fine line. In 2003, George Bush, who was then president, he empowered the ability for, say, a vice president to declassify documents, but it's only the documents that the vice president classified. So he can't declassify anything else. All right, so do you understand that? The documents could only be declassified on documents that the vice president himself classified. That was in 2003, George Bush did that. So the question is, what are those documents? And again, they're from China. Are they about Ukraine? Are they about Russia? And what is the ability and why would this pre vice president at the time classify these documents? And again, he's the only one he, it, that will be able to do it is if he classified them. I mean, the president can classify and declassify anything he wants, including the documents by the vice president. But that's what he's alluding to. That's what happened in 2003. But why not be transparent and tell us exactly what they are? Can't do it. Of course you won't do it. And then you have what? Right? You have, you have um, Merrick Garland, the attorney general. He doesn't want anything to do with this in the Department of Justice. So what does he do? He boots it over to a special counsel to Robert Herr. Here's the thing that the mainstream media also won't do, and I have done myself. Who is Robert Herr? Is it somebody that we can trust? And if you, if you listen to the mainstream media, you'll hear them say, he was a Donald Trump appointee as an attorney general, as a United States attorney general, I believe in 2017 to 2018, which is true. But here is the kicker, all right? And you have to go to the Nunez report. Devin Nunes, former representative of California who now works for Trump Social. He came out with a report. When that report, the Nunes report, what was that about? Well, the gist of it is he feels that the FISA applications that the FBI were using were illegitimate because they were based on a phony dossier 
And that dossier was paid and bought for by the Clinton administration, namely Fusion GPS, right? So he's stating that those applications should never have been gone through and that there was some shady stuff obviously happening because they weren't, the court wasn't told and given the full parameters of what was absolutely going on here. Now in that report, and here it is, okay, and I'm going to read to you here. This is the paragraph right in the middle. And it goes on in the middle of the paragraph. Then director James Comey signed three FISA applications in question on behalf of the FBI. And the deputy director, Andrew McCabe, signed one. Then DAG, deputy attorney general, Sally Yates, then acting DAG, Dana Buante, and then DAG, Rod Rosenstein, each signed one or more FISA applications on behalf of the DOJ. So you're asking yourself, why is it important that we put in Rod Rosenstein? Well, let's do a little brief, a brief history now back. Let's back it up a second here and talk about Robert Herr for a second, okay, again. And then we're gonna see how Rod Rosenstein is intertwined. And I'm reading off of the Epic Times here. Herr joined the DOJ's criminal division in 2003, where he served as counsel and special assistant to then Assistant Attorney General Christopher Wray. <laughs> See how the plot thickens here? Christopher Ray. Her was Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General from June 2017 to 2018. We all know who Christopher Ray is, right? The head of the FBI right now. From 2017, her served as the Principal Counselor as Deputy Attorney General to Rod Rosenstein. Wait a second here. So Rod Rosenstein was signing off on these FISA applications with the help of Rob Herr to spy on the Trump campaign. And that then, that then Carter Page, a Trump appointee. Wait a second. So Rob Herr is now the special counsel who helped get those FISA applications to spy on the Trump, uh, Trump campaign, and then also who was trying to block Devin Nunes for getting FBI documents to say such. Now you know who the special counsel is. Rob Herr is a bought and paid for Democrat, even though he's a Republican, operative. And you will never get anything against Joe Biden now. Merrick Garland's not stupid. He knew exactly who to pick, and he picked his boy. He picked Christopher Ray's boy, Robert Herr. You see how that works? All right, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. January 17th, if you get a chance, share our show. Subscribe to our Rumble page, and the show is streaming on every single streaming device on the audio version as well. We can't put these things into YouTube. Maybe we could put this show on YouTube. I didn't talk about COVID too much, I don't think. And the LGBTQ, they'll take it right down. It's crazy. So make sure that you subscribe to our Rumble page because you can get all of our shows there. And of course, exclusively on the JoeCozoShow.com as well. And with that being said, January 17th, in the books. I'm out. Peace.